Ready when you are, baby. Hi, I'm Micah. Hi, I'm Nathan. And this is the From Tinder to Twins podcast. So put those headphones in. Lay back. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) Okay. Hey, guys. So this is the second part of our conversation with Kiana Hernandez. It went a little long, so we cut it into two parts. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to talk to your kids about sex. And if you were disappointed at how little I talked last episode, you're going to be equally disappointed this episode. (laughs) And we're off. That's so funny. So we've already recorded Mm -hmm. that episode. Yes. So is there anything we want to say about that? the episode that they're about to listen to or last episode that we want to talk about or make any comments on. I love your body. <laughs> I love everything about your body. Thank you. Just so you know. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, is there anything? Not that I know of. Is there something specifically that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I was just wondering. We're in a unique Position. Position. Shut up. (laughs) That we could preface the episode that's coming instead of just recording it after we do the intro. But I don't think there's really anything. Mm -hmm. The only thing uh, that we didn't really get into in the talking to your kids about sex that I wish we would have talked about a little bit more, but it's not like a huge deal, is like consent. Like we didn't Mm -hmm. talk that much about consent. Like how to talk to your kids about consent. But that's like definitely something that I want to teach both of the babies about like consent and body autonomy. I think that's what it's called, where it's like your body belongs to you, not anybody else. And you don't have to like allow anything that makes you uncomfortable. Like even like you don't have to like give hugs or kisses to family members or friends or anything if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like even like your grandma or even us, you know. Which we've started doing because we ask for kisses all day long and sometimes they give them to us and sometimes they're not into it. And then we just have to be like, okay, that's fine. Even though I want to be like, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're not going to be the only boy to say that to her. So yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, just teaching them that like their body is their own. Yep. And everybody else's body is their own too. Yep. So. I don't know. That was the only thing that we didn't really get that much into, I don't think. But it's important. Super important. And like you start teaching them from when they're super young. So that way. That way they know how to handle themselves if anybody is invading their privacy or their personal space or I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, I don't know. It is hard too though because even as an adult, I'm still just like, if somebody touches me in a way I don't like, I still don't know how to handle it. I'm just like, yeah. uh, which has happened. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's just weird. But anyways, yeah, hopefully we'll teach them to be strong and, you know, assertive and also respectful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it pretty much. Yeah. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And yeah, here we go. Okay, so we can move into how to talk to your kids about sex. Yeah. 
So we mentioned, well, you mentioned, which I hadn't thought of this, especially because I personally am like an over explainer, but not <laughs> giving, not giving the kid more than they asked for, right. which I'm going to have to like tattoo on my forehead, but <laughs> it's like answer the question they asked. Mm-hmm. And that's all Instead you need of to do. just offering more the confusion and more questions that they didn't even realize they wanted to ask in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. So, you just got to stay factual and honest, like you said, because, mm-hmm. I mean, making up all these stories and hiding things, it's just more of a shock later when they figure it out. And they're like, why didn't my parents tell me this? Yeah. So where... Or what age or when or how do you start? I think you start with, first of all, like being affectionate in front of them just so they can see that that's normal Mm -hmm. before they even like are talking or whatever. And then um, I think it also is really important to make sure that you're teaching your kids their, their body parts, you know, anatomically and correctly and not using like pet names mm-hmm. um, and how the they're two like how the male and female body are both different and leave it at that unless they ask more questions but I think it's important for them to understand that I don't have I don't know a kitty or yeah. a peepee or whatever other nickname there is and it's also not um, a preference of mine because predators use nicknames when they're you know abusing children and Mm -hmm. so you don't want them to think that these cute names make it okay right you know it's like this is my vulva this is my penis you're not allowed to touch me there this is not okay and like have those conversations like only mommy and daddy are supposed to help you change your underwear this stranger has no fucking business right doing it ever Mm -hmm. and so it also i think gives them more confidence in knowing what is going on and like what's supposed to be theirs and what is and isn't appropriate as they're growing up three and up. Like I'm a nanny. One mm-hmm. of my kids, um, I was, ho- I've always told her that she has a vulva, right? She has two older brothers, sees that they have penises and understands that they're different. She was three at the time and I was holding her on my hip and I had the diaper bag on also, but the way that she was sitting on me, she was sitting on top of the buckle of the bag. Mm-hmm. She just like looked me in the face and goes, Miss Kiana, my vulva hurts. And I look down and see that like I'm pressing her into the buckle like accidentally. Mm-hmm. But I'm so proud that she said the right word. Right. And I was like, girl, I'm so I'm sorry, girl. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Move the bag. My bad. Like, but she understands it. Like, it's not supposed to hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, to tell me my vulva hurts versus I don't know what other nicknames there are. For it, but I think that it's just empowering her to know her body and understand her body as she grows up and, again, give her information or kids information age appropriately. Right. Like, she didn't think to ask anything further than me telling you this is what it's called Mm -hmm. because she's three. Right. So, yeah. That's that's so funny because, like, the one question I thought of asking – about this topic, I was like, I'm going to ask about, like, giving nicknames to private parts and, like, what, what, like, what the deal is with that. And it's, like, right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat. I, just, I just talked about I'm it. I'm not down with it. Cause, yeah. yeah. Well, I have I had read that it was, like, you should teach your kids the anatomical name because if they have to, if they do get, um, you know, 
what's the mm-hmm. word? Abuse, yeah. abused yeah abused that it's like they like it's like in like the court of law they kind of only listen to like the real word like so uh-huh. if a kid is saying like oh like he touched my cookie then they're like well that's that's you know that could mean how, anything yeah. how do i know that you don't understand that this really isn't a cookie yeah or yeah so that's true that is something that i had planned or i have have in my head that they need to know and proper it's, names. it's a cool opportunity for you guys specifically because you have a male and a female and you can teach them that nudity isn't weird or like nasty yeah but also to respect each other's bodies and understand things are different what happened okay so this is it this is it (laughs) so they were in the bath today and aria was sitting down and kai was standing and they were kind of giggling and then i saw aria like reach over and she was like licking his little wiener and i was just like <laughs> aria don't do that but like it was so funny it feels to me. Try so hard not to laugh yeah and they were just like having a, the grand old time and it wasn't you know it wasn't anything it was weird they're yeah. babies but i was She's just like, like okay like, yeah like, we can't do that <laughs> but it was so funny and when it happened i was like oh my god i can't wait to tell Kiana <laughs> yeah another thing like i've caught kids um playing with the jet in the pool mm-hmm. you kind of just figure things out you know yeah so um for so kids so yeah first it's kind of learning the proper name and then when kids are really young is when they start like finding their you know genitals right right like mm-hmm. even sooner so, they're always just playing with themselves and it's like mm-hmm that's fine, but maybe go do that privately or on your own time because like, mm-hmm. not everybody else gets to see it. Yeah. Have fun by yourself. <laughs> yeah. So your advice is like, that's fine, right? You just need yeah. to do it in private, not being like, no, don't do that. You can't. How else are they going to learn about their bodies? Yeah. You know, and then if you shame them when you meet them, that's what they're going to remember. And then that's how people become adults who are like, I can't masturbate. I'm not supposed to touch myself, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like all like the bill of things that issues that come along with it. Right. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with a, a child exploring their body. How yeah. else are they going to? And it's better that they're doing it, you know, with themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's how they develop their questions, and then they come to their most trusted adults, which are their parents, to hopefully give them an educational answer. Right. You know. And it's like. You don't want, I just feel like there's so much shame associated with sex in our culture and that's not what I want for my children. And I, I want them to be appropriate, of course, right? right. but I, I don't want them to have shame associated with their sexuality. You also have to like, make sure that you're not reacting like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Like if your child decides to moon somebody in the grocery store, don't go crazy. Just be like, Hey. That's really funny at home. Sometimes <laughs> we don't do that in public and they just pick up their pants and keep it pushing yeah. instead of like making a spectacle of it and things like that. You know, yeah. I think the shame and the negativity really seeds like plants in them and then it grows with them or you're telling them to be proud, uh, proud of their bodies and not be ashamed of their bodies, but also understand 
there are still boundaries of what isn't in what isn't isn't appropriate. Yeah, I think also, I mean, being so reactionary, like kids love reactions, right? So if you're overreacting when they're pulling their butt out, it's like, well, <laughs> they might just do that again because right. it was it's fun to see like mom freak falls. out. Yeah, like when a kid falls. Mm-hmm. They look at you to see how they're supposed to react. If I freak out because a three-year-old hit her knee on the ground and kind of tumbled, like rolled, and I'm like, you're fine. It's okay. Get up. Let's just see. Nothing's bleeding. Nothing's broken. You're cool. We keep playing. Yeah. If I'm like, oh, my God, my baby, let me get ice. <laughs> I'm like, of course she's going to freak out because I'm freaking out. Right. And then she's afraid to fall again, you know? Right. So. You got to keep yourself in check also and be ready for like all the crazy things to happen because sometimes it's so funny, but you can't laugh because then they want to do it again. It's like, mm-hmm. ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That is one of the, the yeah, is the hardest. <laughs> you have to turn around and collect yourself and then explain why that was not okay. <laughs> yeah. Some, like sometimes we tag out like yeah. one of the babies will do something bad and I'll just like look away and then Nathan has to <laughs> – be the heavy because I'm like, no, that was funny. Like it was not okay. But it made me laugh. <laughs> I have a place of discipline right now because. So, so then as they're growing older at what, I mean, I so think they know their, they know the names of their genitalia. They know that they, you know, their body is, okay or you know the different parts of their body is okay but they need to keep them private their activities whatever um and then what else and then as they grow older and like um i think that is important to have a conversation before puberty like kind of way before puberty about you know periods and body hair and you're gonna stink and (laughs) you're gonna get pimples and like you're gonna gain a little bit of weight and girls are going to get taller than you for a little while. Maybe you'll shoot up past them. Those kinds of things so that when it I happens, know, your dad's short. they're not feeling weird about it and more insecure about it because that's also around the time where you're more kind of aware of being attracted to people. Mm-hmm. You also don't want them to be insecure about their armpit hair. Right. Like, I don't – like me, I didn't get any kind of talk at all. Mm-hmm. I wasn't talking about – sex I didn't even know what a period was like it just happened and I thought that I broke my vagina and I didn't have a conversation so you just have to like let them know what's coming around they the didn't, corner they didn't talk to you in school either no by the time I got the talk about the period I had already gotten mine and I still didn't really even know what it was I just knew that I had to put a pad on every month and do that it know, sucked do you know do you remember when you got that talk like was it at school that you got the talk yeah, and the only reason that it happened is because I was in sixth grade uh-huh. and they pulled away the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, only the females, to tell us that we need to flush the toilet because it scared a first grader in the bathroom. Oh, because that's blood? Only, yeah, that's the only reason that that conversation even happened. Oh, wow. That if you're yeah. only pulled apart because this happened in the bathroom. Right. So other than that, I didn't hear anything about sex until I was 12. Okay. That's crazy. What what's what's like where did you go to school at? Uh 6th grade was in Victorville. Mm-hmm. And then um when I actually had a conversation about it, it was in I was in Canyon Country. Um at Sierra Vista. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, and then 
Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I got a talk when I was in fifth grade in school. They took us and we watched like a little video about puberty and they gave us like a little goodie bag that had deodorants. Yeah, a little little mini deodorant and a pad, I think. And it probably had like a pamphlet and maybe some another couple things. And they separated the boys and the girls. But that was hmm, yeah. And I feel like I mean my mom in my household growing up, my mom was like pretty open. So I like already knew what a period was because I knew she got her period because I would see her like changing her tampon or whatever yeah. or like yeah like see blood in the toilet sometimes and stuff like that. So it it wasn't new information. Um, it was a lot more scientific than right. you know educational than what I was used to. But that was kind of my experience as a fifth yeah. grader. I think that you start with puberty and then as they get a little older, you're like see that they're starting to get crushes, then you talk about, you know. So eventually you're going to have these classes. They're going to talk to you about sex. And they're like, Mom, stop, please. Yeah. And, like, them even just saying, please stop, is, like, they've already had some kind of glimpse into what sex even is if they're embarrassed to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. And like, no, no, we need to have this conversation. Right. <laughs> even the beginning could just be, we, you can always come to me or your dad for these talks. Like, we're never going to shame you there's no judgment um you know it's open here we'll answer whatever question you have i'd rather you hear here correctly than googling something or hearing it from your other sixth grade friends who probably don't know the streets yeah Yeah. (laughs) so again it's appropriate if they're asking the questions then it's it's time to talk about it Mm -hmm. instead of putting it a really different experience my best friend like her parents never talked to her about sex and they signed the little paper that like, we Mm. don't want her to take those classes. Yeah. So I feel like everything she learned was maybe not everything she learned, but from me was just from me, like, you know, from me taking the classes and having a mom who was really open and talking to me about stuff. And then, you know, like even all the way up through high school, like, talking about stuff like you know once she like got her first boyfriend and like all this stuff being like no you can't get pregnant because the digestive system and the reproductive (laughs) system are different so it's like it's okay you know stuff like that that for me I was just so shocked of like if you're not going to teach me at home how do you not know this you know like it was so crazy to me but I think that is a lot of kids experience of just nobody's talking to them about this stuff nobody's teaching them i asked my mom why she didn't talk to me about it and she was like i just you'd figure it out Mm. i was like mom (laughs) like yeah when you got pregnant (laughs) it's uh it's funny too because you think you might know more than you do because i mean my parents never really talked to me or my i have an older brother but they never really talked to us about sex that much but my brother was older, so I feel like I knew yeah. more than most people a lot of the time. But in fifth grade, I had the same sex education class. And I felt going in like, oh, I know everything. I was so cocky, you know? <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and uh, I just remember the women like ta- the woman talking to us about everything. And I'm like saying the answers in my head, like, I know all this. And then she was like, what are like uh, men's testicles filled with? And in my mind, I was like, pee. And then like... <laughs> 
you know, some no like she said, like semen or whatever. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I don't know everything. <laughs> There's an so. error. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is really interesting, like just people's education is so varied because it is like what you learn at home, what you learn at school, what you actually don't learn at school or what you learn from your friends. Like it's all so crazy. And with the um, internet now, oof. Ugh, I know yeah. it's a whole, I don't even, it's like, we didn't grow up with that. I don't even know how to navigate that. I don't so. remember how I figured anything out, um. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just a, part of having an open conversation and it's probably like parents that aren't talking about it probably never had the talk with their parent Mm. or grew up in a household where sex was super shameful and so they just don't even know how to talk about it even amongst their friends how are they going to talk about it with their child right Um, so knowledge is power though and hopefully you're like you did like hopefully you have a parent who is open and willing to listen to you without being like Ew, why are you asking me these questions? It's like, yeah. I'm never going to ask you anything ever again, mom. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and especially, yeah, if- I mean, kind of like what you said, like if they're asking the questions, then it's time to have the conversation. It's like yeah. by if you don't answer the question, the question is still there. They're going to find the answer, but it's not going to be from you. So what is it going to be then at that point? And not scary. only that, but- questions also not going to come to you because you didn't answer the last one so they're like right. oh this isn't going to work let me figure out how to do this another way mm. yep yep interesting so um, i mean it's not it's not weird and there's so many resources out there mm-hmm. to help you do it like you can find a youtube video there's this one pop and ollie i really like his videos but um, there's a bunch of resources where you can watch the video together and that video will prompt the conversation. So it's not like an awkward, what do you want to know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no pressure on me being like, what is, what are anal beads? <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, you're 13. What do you mean? Yeah, you're like, how did you learn that? I feel yeah. like that, I mean, hopefully I would be fine, but even just like thinking about that, I got like a little, like, uh. <laughs> what do I do? I'm like, um, yeah. I don't know. Actually, can we call Kiana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so, there's so many resources and books and things to even prompt you to have these conversations. Like there's even books where you'll go through a section together and then there's, you know how like in chapter books in college, there's like that section at the yeah. bottom, like make yeah. sure you can comprehend what just happened. Mm-hmm. So there's things like that that can just help you guys level and also be like this is a little too much for me I need a minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be okay with that also so what do you think is a parent's role or place in discussing like pleasure with your child pleasure I think that you promote pleasure Mm -hmm. (laughs) because especially with a lot of people especially young 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 people getting their knowledge from porn Mm -hmm. where it's not realistic right they don't understand that it's entertainment um and they're learning a lot of a lot of it's like chokers spin her around making these ridiculous things (laughs) gag her with your penis like not every woman wants those things Mm -hmm. so i think it's important to teach your child pleasure so that when those things are happening they're able to be like this doesn't feel good and this isn't how this is supposed to go okay so you know, 
it's hard though to speak up and ask for what you want in bed or otherwise and also to be like this is not cool but we just have to teach them to be confident in that like if you ever change your mind it is okay to say no at any point you could be naked and already have done it for 10 minutes and you'd be like you know what never mind and put on your clothes and leave it's fine but with pleasure it's like there's also some kids who will ask about vibrators or like if you catch your kid using yours be like Mm -hmm. let's Let's talk about how this isn't good hygienically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe, I don't know, depending on their age, go get it with them. So along with like what we were talking about earlier with kids and masturbation, it's the same. Like they're learning that it feels good and we're promoting the pleasure. And it's all just about talking about appropriateness. And right. if you ever have a question ask me ask me about it if something like maybe even while they're experiencing this pleasure they're figuring out like things kind of are something's wrong or something's off and then again talk to your somebody some trusted adult who will give you proper information mm-hmm. but I think that it could be I don't know I think it could be kind of a fun conversation to have with a kid your kid yeah so about I <laughs> I am like as a woman who had to, I feel like, jump a lot of mental hurdles uh, to, like, embrace my own, like, pleasure and, like, mm-hmm. sexuality. I don't want that for my daughter. I want her to, like, be confident in, like, her body and what she likes. And, like, that is okay. Like, and... You know, like, so we were talking, like, about the vibrator, and I was just like, yeah, like, I would get her a vibrator because I want her to, like, like, sexual pleasure is just, like, a human right, I feel like, you know? But when we've talked about it, Nathan's kind of like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to give her a vibrator. Like, When have I said that? You said that. Did I say that? Yeah. I don't remember that. But, I mean, it is kind of like, well, what's appropriate and at what age and so stuff like that. But I, I also am like, I... You know, it's like, hopefully we have a good relationship and hopefully she's not like, oh, mom, I don't, I don't want to talk to you about this. Right. And it's like, I don't need to know everything, but I do want her to know that it's like, whatever feels good for her is, it's not something she needs to be embarrassed about. Right. So it's like, yeah, girl, get yourself a vibrator or like, yeah, you know, I mean, we can order one online if you don't want to go to the store or like stuff like that, you know? It could be an experience for both of you instead of hiding it. Like, and then you're putting her laundry away and something's buzzing and you're like, oh, fuck. Do I confront <laughs> her or do I pretend I didn't see this? Yeah. So just, I don't, I don't know, just that is really important to me. But then it's kind of like, but what is the line of appropriateness in a parent-child relationship? Like, I, I think it depends know. on your relationship. I guess like, that's true. with me and my mom, the appropriateness level is was low. We did not talk about sex at all. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult, she gets a little too comfortable sometimes. So I yeah. think it just depends on your relationship as to what isn't isn't appropriate because you're never you're not going to do something that's harmful to your child. Right. And if they're asking you these questions, then like congrats, they trust you enough to have these conversations with you mm-hmm. and know that my mom's chill enough to not make it weird. Mm-hmm. And it's an it can be a, a girl's day. You can go just touch things and look at things and so many questions will come of it, but Right. I personally may be biased because I don't see anything wrong with it. Some other person who maybe isn't as 
sex positive might be like, do not ever take your child to a sex shop. Yeah. So it depends. I mean, Amazon's probably a better place to start because <laughs> there's a lot of exposure in a sex shop now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, I guess probably just like the age thing, but it's just, yeah. But, and then I also kind of feel like the same, the same conversation, like with Kai, not the same conversation, but a similar conversation just for boys is like sex is not all about you like sex is the pinnacle of sex is not male ejaculation like but same thing to teach to aria is like sex is not only about him like oh, we're not she, done oh she will be getting that conversation <laughs> for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're but you know we're not just when he ejaculates yeah like but for kai and it's a little more for me i'm like well i would expect that conversation to come from his dad um but i also i'm like I don't know. Maybe it's like a little bit of like giving up control. I'm like, okay, babe, gotta go. Go tell him. Go tell him. Girl, girls' pleasure matters too. And then yeah. kind of trust that, like, okay, they'll have a like a a good conversation. But you know, it's like I do want them to know, or I do, I do feel like that is something that I want to make sure that they know. And the only way to know is to like have the conversations about, yeah, like pleasure, and obviously not when they're like 13 or whatever. Take care but of each other, yeah, yeah, and like. Se- yeah, sex is not all about you or about him or or it's not all about her. Like, you know, it's it's a mutual thing. It's a partnered experience. Right. So both partners matter. Mm-hmm. Or then, all seven of them, whatever happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically also, true. I think it's also cool, though, if you talk to both of them, like, are you hearing it from the male figure in her life and Kai hearing it from you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if a guy's treating you this way, he's a piece of shit and yeah. don't you know, move on. You're better than that. And that's also teaching her confidence. And like pleasure doesn't have to just be sex. Like, is he making you feel happy? Is he being mm-hmm. mean to you? Cause then kick him to the curb. Bye. Yeah. yeah. I had read a thing, just like a random thing that somebody said, like my mom, didn't tell me to like wait till marriage to have sex or whatever. She didn't even tell me to wait for somebody who loved me or, you know, to wait for love and to have sex, but to have sex with people who respected me only. And I was just like, Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to put that one in my back pocket. Cause it is like, you can love someone and not respect them, you know, or have a crush on them and like all these things. It's like, you need to, you need to be with someone who respects you and who's going to listen to you and who's going to care about your feelings and ask you, does this feel good? Instead yeah. of just pounding you like a jackhammer. Like respect, unless you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like respect your boundaries and, you know, give a shit about your experience. Like that is so important. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And it's also easy to fall into those roles of like women having to serve men. Mm-hmm. But also times are a change in. We are yeah. like, F you. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, well, my mom bought me a vibrator, so I don't need no man. (laughs) I don't need no man. I can do this myself. I know what lube is. (laughs) I know how to clean it. That's another thing, too, is like that's an opportunity to show her how to take care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, there is so much responsibility that comes along with. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure you use the proper lube with the proper toy so it doesn't, you know, deteriorate whatever Mm -hmm. the toy is made out of. Right, right, right. All opportunities for education. (laughs) <laughs> totally oh man Do you i think questions? you're gonna talk about it when 
Like, how old do you think they will be where you're comfortable telling them uh, is pleasure, these pleasure conversations and just sex in general? Well, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of all imaginary, right? Because I feel like as they grow, like if they feel like they're allowed to masturbate, you know, like that's not a shameful thing, but they need to do it in private, then they're going to know what feels good. And then that's obviously a sexual thing. So it's kind of like, I don't know, just maybe like the natural evolution. Maybe when they... That helps their pleasure with the partner too because they know what feels good already and they can tell them like... I would, I would guess like <laughs> um, just whenever it seems like it's time, like if they are interested romantically in somebody or if they, you know, are come home and they have a boyfriend or whatever, then we're like, okay, like it's time to talk about these things. I, cause I almost feel like, like if you wait to a certain age, like it might be too late, you know? So just like bricks, not only talking about pleasure and sex, but also like we were kind of saying earlier of making sure that they're treating you respectfully and understanding signs of emotional, verbal, mental abuse. Like right. just because they're not hitting you doesn't mean they're not doesn't mean that that, that they're not hurting you. Do you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, like I can't have my phone or see my friends. Hi, he's controlling. We need to say goodbye to him. That's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. So just I don't know. Just like whenever it seems like okay, they're entering the phase in which like this conversation is relevant. Maybe it's not maybe it's not something that they're experiencing right now or yet or whatever, but when they do, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just hope to, to kind of get in like right before, you know? Yeah. But I think um, also with you guys already with parents already talking about, um, you know, anatomical genitalia names and puberty and having those crushes and like all of those things, I think that makes, that's going to, lay the foundation to make it easier to have those conversations when they're ready and hopefully talk to you sooner. And then when you see that they're in a relationship, you're like, okay, so like you said, I don't know if this is what's going on. I don't know if you are active, but this is how you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that could happen. And like, instead of taking a scary, shameful, you'll get chlamydia and die kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> like tell them what can happen. And like some of these can be cleared up, but some of these will follow you for the rest of your life. So just be mindful. Yeah. Have open conversations about getting tested. All forms of birth control. <laughs> Don't ever trust anyone. Always use a condom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No? Oh man. There's just so much. There's so many things. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So much responsibility. <laughs> yep. But I mean, it is, yeah, it's all good. I mean, it's all necessary, but yeah, so I don't know. Just whenever they seem like they're interested in those types of things. Like romance, romantic yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. It's also cool that they get to learn how to live with and teach the opposite sex because they're brother and sister. Yeah. Like at the same age. So it's like Kai's going to be like, oh, you're on your period. I get it. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He's like, you're a lot nicer than my mom is when she's yeah. in her period, so this is great. <laughs> yeah, and then she's going to be like, I don't know, you're not taking out the trash? Come on. Yeah. Things like that. 
That's cool. Maybe that hopefully they'll be able to like talk to each other about it too. Yeah. Do you think you'll have? Do you think you'll have those conversations together with them? Is that another like? I have no idea. Yeah, it just depends. It's like if Arya is like in love with every boy she sees, and Kai's still all about dinosaurs, then it's like, well, (laughs) yeah, conversation's not relevant to both of them, you know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I do get nervous about just like normal natural like kid curiosity but then it's like i i don't know i don't i i don't know i'm like nervous i'm like well are they gonna try to like romantically kiss each other or something i'm like it's again it's just another conversation like it's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of they're just trying to learn mm-hmm. and who do they trust more than each other right mm-hmm. so you have to be like, okay, we don't do that. But I, well, I had told Nathan, like, I could totally see how it would be so confusing for them. Cause it's like, cause like, what do you say? Like, oh, your family or whatever. But it's like, well, you and dad are family. You guys suck face all the time. Like, (laughs) and like we kiss them, you know? So how it's like kind of hard to teach. Like, are you talking about like them just giving each other a kiss? Cause like, I love you and kiss goodnight. No, more like when they're kind of like older and curious not like old but like maybe like four you know yeah and I think I think it's fine as long as it's innocent you know yeah. and I think that they'll understand too at some point socially like oh maybe this is weird that I kiss my sister still yeah but I don't know me neither but yeah that's I do think it's cool that they'll always have that like like Nathan has no sisters and like he you know has been chill about periods and stuff as long as I've known him, but I don't know how it was before, <laughs> you know, like you had to learn how to be cool about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's going to be fun when they're teenagers. They'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You're about to teach your kids how it's supposed to be fun and it's a give and take and it's going to be, they're going to be great adults. Yeah. Great partners. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well, I heard like Dax Shepard, like, which is why I ever like for it first occurred to me. Um, he was talking to, on his podcast about how he was like, my dad, like, he was like, like the way he talked to me, like you would call him a pervert, but he, you know, taught him how to like what makes a woman feel good and it's like that served him obviously after in his relationships and I was like oh like yeah that's that's really interesting and not something I had thought of before but I that like that is thanks yeah like conversation like something to bring up with your kids like it's just an interesting thing I I was listening to this podcast and this um, woman was saying how her daughter didn't understand oral sex and she was just like, why? Like you Mm. pee from there. Why would you put that in your mouth? Like, why would you put your mouth there? And (laughs) the daughter even went on to say like, do you do that to dad? Like, Mm. ew. (laughs) Like they have to have that conversation. And she's like, if you don't want the answers to these questions, don't ask me. But this is why oral sex and blah, blah, and you go down that road. But, yeah, it can, you know, 
get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it is kind of funny, like, because you do evolve and then you're just like, oh, like, I, I remember that I used to think that French kissing was so disgusting. I don't want anybody's tongue in my mouth. That's so gross to me. And now obviously you change, there. yeah, you change your mind. <laughs> you grow and you realize it. I mean, they're clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I think that's funny. really cool that they had that relationship where he was able to tell Dax, try this. Yeah. You know, maybe that'll be a conversation too between other parents. Because, I mean, obviously your parents have had sex. Mm-hmm. Ask some questions, a trial and error. <laughs> okay. Do you have any thoughts or advice on, like, what if another kid asks you a question? So oh. a kid that's not yours. Mm-hmm. I think I would, do you talk, have you asked your parents? I think this would be a conversation you should have with your parent. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, my mom or dad wouldn't talk to me about it. You're saying like, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, maybe. I yeah. I don't know. That's hard because mm-hmm. I want to educate you. But I mean, me, Kiana would be like, so I can't have this conversation with you without your parent knowing because I can't keep this from your parent. I That's how I would feel. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to betray their trust because they obviously just want the information. And if they know what I do, then that's probably why they're more inclined to ask me questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's hard. I still yeah. want to answer the questions like education. Right. But if it's like a technique thing, I'd be like, mm, <laughs> that's a little too far. Yeah. They're just just, like, how do you put on a condom? I'd be like, sure, great, let's try it. Yeah, that makes sense. I when I was a nanny, um, it was like during the election, and then the family I was nannying for is very religious, so they were, you know, uh, their like kind of like one issue that was really important to them was abortion, and their son was maybe, I don't know, five or six. And he, it was just me and him in the kitchen. And he talked a lot. You know how kids are. And he was saying something like, well, I don't want that lady to win because she kills babies. And I was like, mm, well, no. Like, I've been you know, in that predicament. Like, that's not actually, like, she, she doesn't kill babies. A doctor performs a procedure, you know? And I kind of, like, very basically, like, kind of, like, corrected that. And then, like, immediately went to tell his mom, like, hey, like, your son said this to me. And, like, this is what I said. I didn't really know what to do. But, like, you know, this is what happened. And then she was really cool about it. I mean, I didn't feel like I overstepped, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did feel like, okay, well, like, he he thinks there's a person out there murdering babies. Like, <laughs> right, I need right. to, like, <laughs> you know. So, um, and then luckily in that situation, she was, like, she was just like, oh, like, that's fine. And then she kind of felt sad because I think I said something like, oh, you should, you know, talk to your mom or uh, more about this or ask your mom or something. And he's like, I can't ask my mom. And so I told her that. And then she was just like, oh, man, like, I'm so upset because he feels like he can't talk to me. So that was like her biggest thing in that moment. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's like, too. Like if your kid's friend asks you, just be like, hey, I was asked a couple questions. He's maybe you should bring up the conversation or if you're okay with me talking to them further, if they have more questions, I'm okay with it also. Mm, yeah. But okay. that was just something that no, I'm like, I had this one kid 
I was listening to Bruno Mars and they said, um, I don't even remember who said this, but they said that like, oh, that means he's gay and that means he's stupid. And like, I was <gasps> like, yeah. everything clenched in my body because I just wanted to, I was not cool with it. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like use like you. Yeah, I don't want to overstep. I don't. But at the same time, that issue, I feel like it shouldn't, that shouldn't be said. Like you're not being nice to this person. That's, those aren't kind words. Right. So I talked about it. Like, nope. Gay people aren't stupid. It has nothing to do with their IQ. And like it it brought up a lot more questions and mm-hmm. I kind of kept digging the hole, but I also like couldn't allow myself to just let it go. Right. And then I did the same thing I told their parent and they had a conversation off of that, mm-hmm. just like a correction because they misunderstood what their parent had said in that situation. Right. But it's hard yeah. to not be like, no, no. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is, I don't know, it's just interesting. I, I mean, I just can see that happening, you know? It's like, oh, Arya knows all of these things and her mom is so cool. So, like, I'm going to ask her or, you know, whatever. And then I'm kind of like, oh, not my kid, <laughs> not my conversation. Did, did your best friend ask your mom questions or just go through No, you? just me. So maybe it won't happen. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, also, they have, again, they have Google. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scary. Scary part, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was pretty much it. It was kind of an abrupt ending, but it is what it is. Um, it's what happens when you chop up one session and try to make it into two episodes. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys... Uh, enjoyed this episode found it informative um if you have any questions you can contact kiana her instagram is at kiana her or wait is at kiana underscore elise i think um i'll look it up right now okay (laughs) and uh if you have any questions for us comments stories just want to say hi i don't know anything you can find us on Instagram at Tinder to Twins or send us an email, uh, Tinder to Twins at gmail.com. Yep. And you can find Kiana on Instagram at Kiana, K I A N A underscore Elise, E L I Z E. There you go. There you have it. What are we talking about next time, babe? I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. Cool. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. This is the outro when it's sick as fuck. I want the liquor pouring over when I fill my cup. But on the rail, I hope I make the cut. And every top five when my time is up. I just took you on a journey. Hope you felt my soul. I tried to make a piece of art to consume.